Around a rather tired old ship, crashed on a distant moon, pilots have congregated, searching for the logs from this final resting place. One commander in his SRV contacts the others. He's found the logs. Opening them, there's a very personal message. Your mics are live. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen, and welcome to this week's edition of Hutton Orbital Radio. I'm Rudolph Hucker, and joining me in the studio tonight, we have... Dick Chafing. And joining me, we have our standby tech monkey, Mike Oxlong. Good evening. Later in the show, I'm joined by Commanders Flossie, Wotherspoon, Bucknecked, The Green Room, and others. But first, we have the headlines from around Hutton Space. Pilot slip causes six-hour trip. Hot pit bringing home the bacon in EE. Pirates claim another Hatton scalp. Alvin advises pilot to put his thumbs away. First this evening, Hutton hit the headlines for all the wrong reasons. A pilot took to social media this week to confess that he had fallen foul of the fake news and attempted to fly to Hutton Orbital to claim his Black Friday, or was it Cyber Monday, free anaconda at Hutton Orbital. The utterly gullible commander unfortunately suffers with narcolepsy, causing him to nod off at the controls of his ship every few minutes which instead of meaning he had an hour and a bit of flight in supercruise, managed to give him a six-hour journey, one nod at the time. On arrival at Hutton Orbital, he caused a bit of a stink, shortly followed by a bit of a hoo-ha, with a side order of indignant rage, and promptly called the editor of a well-known galactic red-top rag. Unfortunately, the red-top rag had never heard of Hutton Orbital. But a story of this magnitude was a red top rag, red rag to a bull, and they charged off like the proverbial in a china shop about the cruelty of space and the harsh reality that commanders out there like nothing more than to prank each other all of the time. The real, commander of, real commanders of the universe attempted to contact Sleeping Beauty before he popped off or dropped off and offer him a genuine anaconda for free because they're such nice people. They stuck a note to his windscreen saying he could collect it from Fort Mug. We expect to see him in six months or so. With their efforts at Hutton to deliver everything everywhere and bring home the bacon for Alvin, after all we are the galaxy's finest truckers, Major General Noctivagus announced a sneak attack on the Epsilon Eridani system. Alvin had intended to lose EE as part of his recent diet to prevent future wars. And as the system already had two other player factions in it, Alvin was fervently ignoring it. It turns out that the other two factions are shell companies with their registered offices in Epsilon Eridani, but no faction representatives. The owners of the system turn out to be our old adversaries, the Mad Monks of Van Manen, 
permit authority holders for Van Man and Star, and a bunch of kaftan-wearing, funny-incense-smoking hippies. Apparently, it's to keep the tremors away. The Major General couldn't be having any of that nonsense, so immediately declared an election in EE, which, when won, will bring a 15th system under Alvin's golden gaze. Bad news arrived at the orbital as an inbound pilot carrying no less than 300 million credits worth of exploration data was interdicted and destroyed only a handful of jumps away from Hodden space. The offending pirate seems to have forgotten how to demand cargo or even say yar. He simply opened fire and blew the helpless trucker into a big pile of scrap. Floating in space, looking back at his ship, the pilot only had one thing to say. You rotter! This is a reminder to all inbound pilots. Please contact Hutton HQ if you are inbound to the bubble with data, and we can send an expert trucking wing to escort you home. A small fleet of Type 6s is bound to confuse even the most determined of pilots. And whilst not guaranteed to send them running for home with a tail between their legs, may well buy our incoming interrant explorers enough time to escape through the wreckage. After a barrage of twittering, twattering and trolling this week via the Hutton message boards, our leader, who doesn't have opposable thumbs but does have a snoz, has suggested that a certain well-known billy goat munching bridge-dwelling Hutton trucker retreat from his tweets and about face on their Facebook before they do something really silly like repost a message supporting a crazy UA bombing bunch of bad guys. Or Katie Hopkins. Or a crazy-haired, orange-skinned federal goon called Hudson. Or eight-sided, Pleiades-based right-wing organisations called Thargoid First. He's also been asked to stop goading our neighbours into bombing us and been reminded that Alvin is neither a princess nor is he getting married to a ginger cocker of dubious lineage. Commander Eric Marquet, spokesperson for Buck Naked of Lake on Spaceways, is standing behind Alvin with a huge hammer. And believe us, he isn't afraid to swing it. And that was the news. Now, on with the rest of the show, and this week we have a very important message discovered out there in the galaxy. So important that we're going to have to play it in its entirety. What, what, you mean the one that Live Radio's played on, on Tuesday? No, 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 no. Much more important than that one. Oh, that's, that's okay then. Anyway, um, completely unrelated. <laughs> completely... <laughs> No, no, I heard it was the same one. They may have got the jump on us. <clears throat> well, we'll see. Anyway, and before that, it's time we got started on this week's music theme. Yes, we're carrying the theme thing on again. <clears throat> and uh, to buy us a little time to crack open a cerveza or two. So we're going to start, uh, if Commander Evenstar is ready, with a minty little bit of Mint Royale and a blue song. Wow. Um... I know, you know, I, I pretend to know the theme for this week, and that's made me doubt it. <laughs> ah, well, see, that's why I don't give you the instructions until seconds before we go, before we go on air, so that you have to guess like everybody else. 
Is that anyway, was yeah. that um, Noel um, Fielding in that? Sounded like Noel Fielding in there. It's a different version of the version I've got. Yet again, the tech monkey has managed to drag <laughs> up a completely different version to the version that I sent him. Well, at least it wasn't the winnered version. That's one that you can be quite thankful for. <laughs> well, there is a there's a new advert that we've managed to intercept from um, Lave Station later that might give you a hint with the theme as well. Ah, uh, okay, fair enough, fair enough. That sounds. But we we're not going to do that yet. We're going to do that later. Oh. Steinmuth is asking, is the theme porno? <laughs> I don't know. I don't no, know anymore. It's the Blue Man Group. No, it's... Um, anyway, so what have you been up to this week? Because you've been a busy little bunny. Yeah, I'm still being busy. In fact, just about five minutes before the show, I cracked one bit of the puzzle that was um, how to find out what a Twitch channel's hosting. And I've cracked it. I've got it sussed. What it's you done. do is you, you go to the channel and you look at it with your well, eyes. Yeah, that's and, and... great. <laughs> but it doesn't help what we're trying to do. Obviously, I've been working on the Hutton TV website. Um, and it's been dun, ongoing... dun, 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 What? There's a Hutton TV website? There's a... Well, you know what it's like. We have, got our, we have got our proverbial fingers in a lot of virtual pies everywhere, all over the place. We have got, you know, the radio feed, which you can get on countless, in fact, countless ways of listening into the radio live. And what we're trying to do is hook up a nice central location that you can go to to find out or watch what's happening in Hutton Space. So if you're a Twitch streamer out there, if you're a, a streamer on YouTube, if you use Mixer, if you use the other one, Twitch. What, <laughs> if two, you tin use cans, two tin cans, a mirror, and a piece of string? A web camera and a large yogurt pot with a massive amount of strings coming out. Yeah, if you use any of those techniques, I'm not sure about that one, though, um, then we would love to see if you were willing to stream Elite. Um, and, you know, it has to be some spaceship flight because, frankly, otherwise, why would people want to watch? But it's an opportunity to get your name out to the Hutton Truckers, and it's a place where the Hutton Truckers can go to see all of the important streams going Do, on. Hang on, hang on, hang on, hang on. You mean that while we're flying to Hutton, we can watch TV shows about flying to Hutton? Well, you know what, if we wanted to be meta, we could even do it in such a way that you could be flying to Hutton while watching someone, watching a stream of someone flying to Hutton while they fly to Hutton, while talking to, to Hutton you watching you fly to Hutton at the same time. So, yeah, we could certainly create the biggest paradoxes in the universe, I think, I reckon. Hut Hutton Square, it might even take six hours to get there, if you treat it that way. <laughs> it might feel like six hours trying to get there. Really? So we far... Lot, we could have lots of games of rock, paper, shotgun. Yeah, exactly. So far, we've managed to get it running to a degree where you can certainly uh, enjoy and switch channels of all of the Hutton-approved uh, streamers. So you just got to let us know if you stream content, if you stream flights and you're, you're, what you're carrying on in the universe out there, and you want to share your link with the Hutton truckers and be part of the Hutton TV team, then, yeah, get in touch. We have no, 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 hang on a second. Hang on a second. Don't contact us. No, contact. No, them. no. You need to. You need to contact the TV station. This is the radio station. We can't broadcast video on the radio station except. Well, we do on Hutton TV. Well, they broadcast us, but you need to contact the station controller. Is his name Ted? Uh, no, and it's not Roland Rat either. 
Run VT! Oh god, that's a reference and a half. Bloomin' heck. Oh back. yeah. Um, anyway, you need to contact um, Commander Ali Jax, who is the controller of Hutton TV, uh, or Ooh. his uh, erstwhile assistant, Deadmeat GF, also known, I think, as Steve. Yeah, them, those guys, and they will get you onto the list, and then we will get you added. Um, at the current minute, uh, today's been a, a very fantastic day's work, actually. I've had, uh, you know, Tech Monkey Simon working on some very interesting uh, search routines, which he's cracked. Do, do they have gold cracked. taps? Um, no. Um, hold on a second. Um, no, no, not at all. But we do believe that we have a, a delivery coming in by some guy. He said he got held up because he was he was heading out to Hutton and it took him a lot longer than he was expecting. Apparently, he's got our taps in his hold, so we're just hoping that he's going to swing by tomorrow. Oh, is is this is this the uh, the chap who nodded off on route to Hutton and took six hours and then then threw a paddy in the press? Yeah. I mean, yeah. he was meant to be here last week, um, so... He doesn't uh, work for Amazon, does he? <laughs> he hasn't left no, it in your shed. I've not got a shed. Maybe he's left it in your shed. Uh, maybe, with a note stuck to my back door, but I'm not there. Oh, I'm, Bob, I'm, I'm, he I'm here. Where, where, you see, where's, where, where, well, where's yeah, I sort of, I sort of, well, I, I, I've been told this week that I'm actually, um, everybody's worked out what I actually do for a living, and I'm actually a, a jet-setting secret super spy because I had to skip the country again uh, last night and this morning at high speed, and land in a plane somewhere this morning with my radio that, gear in my luggage. That doesn't technically make you a spy. It just means you're an internationally wanted criminal. It's impressive yeah, that you landed know, in a plane as well. If he bothered to use a parachute, then he'd be a spy. <laughs> well, if he was good at his crimes, he'd be a spy, but he's not. <laughs> well, I've not been, I've not been caught yet. A anyway, so um, as is usual for me at shows at this time of the year, again, broadcast, or my bit of it gets broadcast from all over the galaxy. I'm currently in Spain. But you didn't use a parachute, so that, that's no fun. We want to see a video of you using a parachute to jump out of the air. Oh, no, no, Ryanair, Ryanair charge extra for parachutes. You could, you could do it James Bond style, but, you know, instead of the Union Jack parachute, you could have the Hutton flag parachute, because we got a flag. Charge extra. I will pay extra just for you to jump out of a plane with a parachute. Oh, don't set challenges. Oh, right? that you, you end up with me doing silly things for charity that way. I'll, I'll even pay for you to do it without one. <laughs> <laughs> well, talk, talking of silly things for charity, we might have to drag um, Brett Riverboat up here later to talk about something that's in the potentially in the offing for next year. Really stupid things that we do for charity, and this this beats twenty four hour streams. This does. This is this is something else. But um, he may not be ready to talk about it yet. Uh, we do need to check. We've got the right Brett this week. Sharp. After after the wrong <laughs> Brett got a mug this week, didn't he? Shut up! Shut up! That doesn't need Brett, to go Brett's out of there. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Brett, other Brett, um, we hope you love your mug for your contribution to Hutton Orbital Radio. Um, it now means you owe us one. Well, no, it doesn't, because he's just giving you gold, hasn't he? He's just giving you gold right now to use on the radio. Um, of course, it's my mistake for thinking that Brett would be called Brett and not, in fact, Rob, and that actually Brett wasn't called Brett because he's called Brett, but actually he's not Brett. He's He's some He's Babster. Oh, he's Babster. So, so Brett's Babster, yeah. Babster and Rob's Brett. Yeah, that's you know, it's an easy mistake to to make. You know, it's it's the name equivalent of wife swapping, I think. 
<laughs> Incidentally, that is all the mugs out. So if you were due a mug, it should be making its way to you as we speak. Hopefully, it wasn't put into the back of that six-hour flight, dumpty, um, and it should get you in pretty darn good speed, even if you're not the right person for that mug. Yeah, you see, the, the, it, there's one thing where you say, well, has the joke gone, you know, the Hutton Orbital gone too far? And every time everybody says there's a free Anaconda at Hutton Orbital, we say to them, it's not free, it's 100 credits. And yet, still people fall for it. It's shocking. It is. It is shocking. I just got a friend uh, uh, message request there from uh, Psychocomania. Am I being stalked? Oh, you've got your own bunny boiler. <laughs> Yay! <laughs> Speaking of money boiling, I um, today made uh, lunch for uh, the Tech Monkey and myself. That's the original Tech Monkey, not the uh, support Tech Monkey, uh, Russell. And it was a beautiful, um, delicious selection of um, beautiful um, barbecue ribs. No, I thought you were about to say it was it was um, pork scratchings. Hot, spicy pork oh. scratchings. No. Have you got your advent calendar ready for tomorrow? The pork scratching advent calendar. Yes, I do. Yeah, me too. <laughs> no, I've got my fingers crossed for a gin advent calendar. With, yeah. Oh, yeah, got one of those too. <gasps> 25 windows full of Centauri Mega Gin. Mm. That sounds all a little bit like somebody we know very well. It does rather, doesn't it? I just feel like something. You don't have December a December the 1st. Yes. No, the pork scratching advent calendar tomorrow. Door number yeah. one gets opened. I know, and I'm in Spain. So when I get back on Wednesday, I'm going to have a bunch of days to scoff all at once. Oh. <laughs> well, we'll have to ask um, the, the brothers Girdler whether they've got theirs as well, because they were big fans of it over at um, uh, Fantasticon earlier this year. So we'll have to check whether they've got theirs uh, on the go. But anyway, 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 during the news, or before the news, we mentioned that there, there's been a... Uh, a big hoo-ha about a galactic broadcast this week. Has, has anybody else heard it yet? Because we're going to play it in a minute, but this really important broadcast that came out. I have, I have, I have, I have observed, I have listened, I have had a little sniffle, and yeah, it was, it was, it's moving stuff. Yeah, I mean, it, do, it does bring a tear to your eyes and, and uh, your ears. It, it is, it's really moving stuff, so, you know, if you are... Um, particularly far away from your bathroom, you might just you know want to edge a bit closer. Well, should we should we um, should we play it out just for uh, um, uh, yeah um, everybody else? Good evening, darling. Now I, I know I said I'd be back at Hutton soon, but the Major General has asked me to do something, something important for the muck, and I couldn't say no. He's a persuasive chap. I wanted to be there, but sometimes, uh, for the mug, you have to make sacrifices, and this is one of those times. I'm not sure if you're following me, but I'm sure you will after a good lie down. Anyway, aha! I had an idea. I'll send you this log. If I'm going to miss your birthday, uh, don't worry, I won't tell anyone how old you are. The least I can do is to leave a good log for you. But shh, 
Don't tell anyone. I'm sitting in my cockpit. It's quite nice in here. Uh, they wanted to tinker with my gubbins, but I told them to bugger off, uh, as everything's working just fine. Uh, everything's peachy. I'd be lying if I said I wasn't feeling just a little bit hungover today. I've done deliveries before, but never this much at once. Flying up to Colonia, that's a whole different kind of story. I'm not sure what I've got on board. Don't worry about it, they said. All I know is that it's designed to keep Hot Call happy when they're feeling lonely. Probably some gin, and I seem to recall something about the Retro Vault. Of course, if it doesn't work, Mind wipes can to be awfully upset, so I've set my system to drop the load once I arrive automatically. Can't be too careful. Wish me luck. Whew, that was almost too easy. I, I did get a little lost en route, Whew, but after finding some lovely pirates, they gave me a ride on my own ship all the way to my destination. I've never seen Fort Mug up close before. Not many people have for the mug. It's amazing, darling. Clever lot, these hot colonites. I have no idea where the pirates went. I talked at them for a while, and then I talked some more, but now all the escape pods have gone, as is my wallet. But as Fort Mug was the very next stop, I hit the button. I had to remind myself that it wasn't my gin I was delivering. It was for them. That is, if they even drink gin uh, in a mug, for the mug. I waited until the canisters ejected and punched the throttle. Time to head home. I'll be back soon. It was supposed to be collected by limpets. That's what they told me. Lovely little limpets. So they could have a party. It did rather do something entirely different. There were sensors on the cargo, so I could watch it all the way safely down to Fort Mug. I'm staring at the data now. This gin. It's lethal. They knew what it would do, and they let it fall anyway. How many bottles have we lost? Thousands? Millions. Oh, Alvin, forgive me. Got myself in a bit of a, a sticky situation here, darling. I, I had the controls set for Doriso as soon as I dropped my load. Something about the Major General needing me. But my, my controls are out. Nothing works. Not the waggly stick. Not the slidey thing. Not even the uppy-downy thing that adjusts my seat. There's nothing I can do. We need to inspect your ship, Cecil. 
Oh, why didn't I listen? I suppose I'm to blame. Or at least the hangover is, but that's Hober's fault. This gin, it's dangerous when dropped from that altitude. It's flammable. You, you can understand why it's a rare if, if things like this keep happening. I know some men wouldn't want to admit that they'd smashed 800 tons of Centauri Megagin uh, and a mug for the mug. I, I may have cried a little. Anyway, my controls are stuck. I'm going down, and not in the good way. I can see the explosions at Fort Mug from up here in space. They're disappearing over the horizon, getting smaller by the second. It gives it quite a lovely glow. Anyway, you may hear stories about what I did. I, I didn't mean it. I did as I was told. I, I dropped the gin. It's not my fault there were no limpets. There's something important I want you to remember. I've got the retro vault. No matter what they say, I'm not letting it out of my sight. Oh, bugger. The ground's approaching rather fast. No matter what they say, no matter what they write in my flight record, remember... I love you, Lair Wolf. You're the best thing I ever did. Well, other than that one cocktail I made, that was quite special. Oh, look! I found a bottle of Jameson's. I don't know if I can sleep. It brings a, a tear to your eye, that one does. I guess it's moved, so I moved so much. Well, certainly, it's, well, seem to have moved. Um, yeah, that was, uh, that was <laughs> that is spectacular. That um, <laughs> Cecil, what kind of scrapes he gets himself. Well, I mean, the, the sight of that ship, I mean, I, I understand you went to, uh, to to visit a few sites, you know, um, with, with a few of Lave Radio earlier in the week. Um, it was that one, wasn't it? Yes. And, and there were four or five of you around there running out of fuel and, you know, taking selfies around the crashed Type 9. Well, yeah, I mean, you've got to, haven't you? But did you find the retro vault? <laughs> no, I found certain death. <laughs> but oh dear poor Cecil I mean that's a really personal message from him to Lael I'm not sure we should be intruding on him like that well, well but, yeah I know what you're saying I know what you're saying you know these uh, things it was it was obviously intended for someone to receive not everyone to receive that message you well, know, you know how, how, what, would, what, what would her family and his family think about you know it being broadcast out to the universe you know poor spoilers you know, it's it's. Do you remember the last time that we intercepted a, a Cecil broadcast? It's certainly not like that one. Was it him singing? I can't remember. <laughs> was it was it when he was singing that one time? There's there's quite a few of those, but no, no, the other one, the one that we couldn't air because it was just too disturbing. Um, there's one, but then there was that one with Nurse Wyeth as well. That was 
That was disturbing. So I mean, oh, the, the rubber glove special. <laughs> yeah, no, um, Lael was in that one. Oh, so she was. How? Where did you have that on your phone? Um, I was reviewing security footage. Okay. All right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Anyway, well, so yeah, Fort Mug sounds like it did get some gin in sort of a fiery falling from the sky kind of fashion at last. Or at least we know where he is and how he got to Colonia. But um, he's not in that wreckage, so I think he's around somewhere in Colonia now. He's probably hiding from from upset Hutton pilots who want their gin. <laughs> yeah. This is this is true, and um, I think the insurance costs on that are going to make Alvin's head spin right around. Well, I'm a bit concerned that the rescue ships took him back to the last dock that he docked at, which would be Hutton Orbital. Oh God, that's going to take months. Well, uh, well, hopefully he'll be back in time for Christmas, and maybe they can dig out the retro vault in time for Christmas. Maybe. <laughs> yeah, we'll just have to. Yeah, we'll have to wait and see. But anyway, well, uh, thank you very much, Commander Evenstar, for broadcasting that one. Um, so we, we need to sort of move along with the rest of the... Is there anything we've missed about what you've been up to this week? So you've been playing with TV. Um, we've been taking selfies around Cecil's crashed ship. Uh, I'm in Spain. Evenstar, what about you? What have you been up to? Oh, I, I went out for another hot pit ride with Commander Spike, and we went up some very muddy hills and down some very muddy hills, and we had a... Uh, a bit of a frameshift drive problem, which we had to reboot and repair a number of times, and got very cold, but we had a lot of fun, so that was good. So yeah, mud mud wrestling with Spike, okay? Mud wrestling with Spike, yes. Yeah, it keeps you busy, keeps you off the streets, doesn't it? But see, you've got two new kittens as well, so the ship's cat complement is growing. Um, so I'm dare say. Uh, does, does Alvin does Alvin know about this? Well, not yet, but you know, Christmas present, dare I say? Well, as, as long as he doesn't treat them like a chew toy, then you'll be fine. Well, Otherwise, you know, squeaky, squeaky kitten and scratch dog doesn't go well together. No, no. They, they've got sharp bits. They've got very sharp bits. But, um, yes, they're, they're all very fun and rascally, so we like them. Um, uh, oh, and um, have we got any news on Cookie this week? Cookie? Yeah, that that's pointed at um, Psycho Cow over there. Have we heard from Cookie yet, or is Cookie still uh, running no. around like a, a gambling crazy puppy? Well, I believe I believe the induction day went well, um, but I think it's just a, a bit early. Um, just you know, spent the last couple of days going through all the health and safety videos, so um, not really had a chance to get our teeth into anything at the moment, other than a few of um, the uh, well, the apprentice chew toys because <laughs> Alvin just does not share. So um, that is definitely something we will maybe get some more news on for next week. Hey, maybe we could put Cookie on Hutton TV. This is it's always a possibility. It definitely is. Oh well, we'll we'll have to talk to a station controller about that one. But um anyway, um sh should we should we move along towards the next bit? I I mean I'm I'm sort of dragging things out here a bit to give uh, Commander Evenstar time to add the top 10 up and work out what order they're in. <clears throat> are, are you vaguely getting near to Oh, you've done it. Okay. Done it. Yeah, so we can move along. Got one or two systems which haven't checked in yet, but um yeah, generally we're, we're we're kind of up to date. So I can say the next line then. Yeah, go for it. Go for it. So next up, we've got the hot pit team. He's just here um, with their take or his take this week on all things Hutton, and that inevitable question: What does it all mean? But we're cleared. We're ready for action. Red light indicates doors are secured, and as the heating's failed again, 
It's all gone a little bit Arctic Monkeys. You can't love that. That's a good one, that is. Just kind of, yeah, you know, oh, God, I miss the Arctic Monkeys. When, when, when do they come out? Deep freeze? Well, it was snowing this morning when I left. Okay. It was a bit brass monkeys, wasn't it? I don't know if that qualifies as Arctic, but, um, yeah, it was pretty bad. <laughs> and anyway, um, yeah, well, we've had no guesses of the theme this week yet. Uh, <clears throat> so, uh, yeah, we're obviously not signposting it hard enough. Well, we'll have to recap after the hot pit bit. But um, are you ready to take it away? I am ready and eager. And all sorts go on of then. Adjectives. Go on then. Right, here we go. Go on, go on, go on. So it's the weekly roundup from the Hutton Orbital Truckers political information team. So, at 12, down 16 at 42 is Wolf 359. At 11, up 14 at 44 is Wise 08550714. And at 10, up 4 at 53, it's Trepin. At 9, up 6 at 53%, we're at home in Alpha Centauri. At 8, up 7 at 55, it's Wolf 25. At 7, up 9 at 57, it's Ross 671. And at 6, down 7 at 61, it's Van Marnen Star. At 5, down 2 at 62, it's BSPF LF2. At 4, down 9 at 62, it's LP24510. At 3, up 1 at 63, it's LHS 340. At 2, up 6 at 64, it's Wolf 124. And at 1, down 7. At 64%, it's George's Pants. And over in Colonia. At 7, up 2 at 5, it's Centralis. At 6, up 2 at 6, it's Far Towery. At 5, up 1 at 8, it's Signalis, especially for King Hanky. And at 4, down 4 at 8, it's Amatsubushi. At 3, up 5 at 12, it's Pythias. At 2, down 1 at 56, it's Deriso. And at 1, down 8, at 58%, it's Earwell Procol Centauri. Oh. That sounds awfully stable and not dangerous at the moment. It is. It's been a bit, you know, a bit up, a bit down, but nothing exciting. You know, we've got lots of systems floating around the sort of 60% mark. Um, Colonia's, you know, chugging along nicely. It's it, it's feeling pretty good at the moment. Well, it's these back-to-back elections. Mm. That's what it is. Now, you know, with these back-to-back elections, some might say that they're they're... <laughs> accidental and some might say that they're engineered uh, a bit like sandro's uh, broadcast earlier but um there is a question we've got to ask and we've got a guest presenter in the studio with us here uh, good evening commander riverboat good evening to you how are you doing yeah no, not it, bad not bad but i'm very curious brett babster rob uh, <laughs> yeah brian yes uh, i'm i'm both brett and, yeah babster bless him <laughs> no, no, ba- Baxter's the one who's a ninja. No, no definitely not a ninja. Yeah. You're a tosser. No, I'd very much. I mean, sorry, a, a pizza, a pizza tosser. <laughs> I'll quite happily toss. That's fine. Yeah, I, it was the it was the hand slapping between the two hands that impressed me the most. Well, you know, I did try. <laughs> a- anyway, well, we've got to ask you the question. Um, because I'm sure even Star doesn't know. But what does it all mean? Give us detail. Explain. I resemble it. that remark. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, do you? 
anyway, anyway, yeah, because we've been answering lots of questions on the Facebook group this week about influence and factions and and what does it all mean. So this is your chance to tell everyone. Is that for you or for me? No, no, that's for you because you know right. the answer. <laughs> sorry, sorry, I thought even Star was going to pipe up then. No worries. Um, okay, so yeah, we have now hit election in um, Epsilon Eridani, uh, which we weren't going to do. What? But... Yes, I know. Uh, this is election for ownership as well, which is Pardon? absolutely fantastic. This, but, 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 hang on, I'm going to have to interrupt you here. Uh, you're you're going to talk a... about the, one of the but, rules of hot. Yeah, but, 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 um, I thought we were going for Kokari. Well, we were, but Kokari decided to go and mess up somewhere else in London. I, I, I thought we were going for Barnard Star. The day before that, we were going for Barnard Star, but Barnard Star, 10th Fleet, managed to sort themselves out with Advance Corp. So, so, so why? Ah, it's just one of those things. Um, we tried very much to make sure we were on an even keel to um, kick the election in, and um, something else happened, like other players messing around. So, um, you know, these things happen, and we had to look at another alternative. So we thought, you know... We haven't done much in Epsilon Erinani before. Um, we've tried contacting the old player factions that have been there, and they're, they're defunct. They're dead, just like the 10th Fleet. So we thought, you know what? Why not do it? Because, of course, they don't own the system, and that's not even their home system, is it? It's just something they managed to randomly pick up at some point. Yes, exactly. Um, Van Marnen's uh, own Epsilon Erinani, and we've already taken one system off them, so why the hell not another? And, and we heard a rumour that if we take all the systems off the Mad Monks, we might be able to apply to the Galactic Powers to say that's our permit now. Would that be nice? Yeah. <laughs> um, I'll leave that up to you guys, the admin team, to sort out. But yeah, we'll, we'll definitely go with that if you can. So we're in. You said we're in an election. We're in an election with them, or we got a pending. No, election it's with them? it's pending. We've had one day of pending. Uh, we've got this tick and another tick to go. Um, some wily truckers may have noticed we put a little competition up on the Facebook page um, for um, amount of combat drops, combat bond drops between now and Saturday morning. But also we want as much black market work as possible between now and Tuesday and also as many missions. And so black, black market work where, for who, for how, for what? This is all Epsilon Erendani. This is to assure, ensure our win. Um, so there are black markets in Epsilon Eridani which we do not own. So the more you sell in uh, those black markets, the better it is for us to take the system. Right. So we've got the um, bounties there for Hutton. Yes. And the person who gets the most there. No, it's not the person who gets the most money. It's the person who makes the most drops. Right. And then there's the smuggling. Is that a most smuggles or is that the most smuggled? That's the most tonnage. Right. And the third prize? The third prize was missions and passengers combined. Ah, okay. And and how is this being judged? Uh, we've got our favourite um, commander on it, Antares Fusion. Um, he is uh, sorting out the Hutton Helper for us. Uh, for those that aren't on the Hutton Helper, we would like screenshots, please, of as much as you can. I know there might be quite a few screenshots. Um, but, yeah, send a link to it uh, at the end of the election, which is Tuesday morning. And um, the winner should get a uh, dog tag of each. Um, and then there is a runner-up prize as well. 
So we're giving out six prizes, three for first place and three for second. Uh, we, we have an urgent messenger <clears throat> message, uh, breaking, breaking news. Um, it turns out that Alvin is on a little tour of uh, places at the moment, and he's just been refused access to a space taxi. Oh, dear. And his handler Snoz is said to be absolutely bleeding furious. Not surprised. <laughs> uh, that's that's just not on. You can't refuse Alvin a taxi. Anyway, <clears throat> the, the breaking news there. So, what does it all mean? We're going to an election. It means we can all do pupil. Are there other systems that we need to do anything in as well if we feel like it in Hutton Space that, that need a bit of a hand? Only really a top up in Wise 0855 0714. Um, the rest of them are looking pretty healthy. Um, Sirius and uh, Epsilon Eridani were the only two systems that we had which were giving us grief after uh, the Kappa retreat. Um, so we're sorting them both out now. Um, and and, yeah, and how's, how's Alvin's diet going? Painful, really painful. It's going on a little bit longer than expected. Uh, but we're almost there. We've been sat at 1% in Sirius for six ticks now, six days. So it's got to happen tomorrow. I hope it happens tomorrow. Someone right, and, and that, me that, means, that, that means that the only three systems left are going to be the three that we want. Correct. Um, so once we finish in um, uh, Epsilon Eridani, then yep. we're going to be looking back at the Cockery? Yep, whichever one lines up first, it'll be Cockery and it'll be Barnard Star. We're aiming for Barnard Star, obviously, that's our prime directive. But we, we, I thought we were down in about fourth there somewhere. Oh, it's easy to bring us back up. Oh, that, that's right. It's, it's a diddy-bitty little itty-bitty system, yes. We'll engage the election, and you guys come and help us do the work. Fine. And, and um, so then what are our pending other states that might be happening you know, randomly as we get on with all of this? All of them. We have boom, civil unrest, lockdown, and outbreak. But all these elections keep breaking these other states, so we don't worry about them at the moment. No, we shouldn't have to worry about it at the moment. Um, the, uh, the election will come up, as I say, on... Uh, Saturday morning. Retreat should finish tomorrow, fingers crossed. We thought it was going to be today. Um, so we might have one tick of boom, but then, yeah, the rest of it, not to worry too much. Right, tick, tick, boom. Okay. And then over in Colonia, do you have the lowdown of the skinny on um, what's going on over there and what state we're in, what, what's going on? I did have, yes. Um, basically, we just want to keep everything going well. Um, in our main system of uh, Eel Prockle Centauri. Um, but the rest of it needs to be working for um, the remaining factions to drop our influence back down. So in Pythias and Far Tauri and Amatsubushi and all the others, we're working for everybody else. Yeah. And Deriso and Eel Prockle Centauri, we're working for us. We've now got two bases, haven't we, in Deriso? I believe so, yes. We have a, a little a little outpost as well as as well as the main system station. Uh, well, I haven't been out there to check it out, but um, yeah, uh, we do. So it sounds very good. Yeah, well, when we get um, down to the oh, sorry, go Jar, ahead. Jar Station and Talalale Retreat, I believe we have. Okay, well there you go. We have we have stuff to do over in Colonia now. We've got lots of um, hot coal mugs, but we've uh, fort mug mugs, but we haven't worked out how to give them away yet. So we're going to be thinking over the next week how we might put something together for the Colonia contingent and how to win some uh, fort mug mugs. But uh, at the moment, the only things you can win are exploration data. Now exploration data. Um, I believe you've got an update on what's happening tomorrow with our data drop rewards. 
Yes. <clears throat> now, uh, because data uh, is a little bit easier to come by than it was, let's say, two years ago um, during the uh, Zamco platform wars, um, we have decided that um, for winning a patch, um, it will we will need to get um, 10 million in every one of our systems. And as it currently stands, um, we own 14. So we're looking at 140 million um, of exploration data to be dropped with screenshots. And that will now, as of the 1st of December, reward you the, uh, the patch. Okay, now is this, you have to do it in one go? No, no, you can build it up over time. That's absolutely fine. Um, just so so you, could do, get... you could do 10 million at um, Aldin this week, and you could do 10 million at Yamazaki next week, and then 10 million at uh, Rukovashnikov the next week. Precisely. And uh, if we ask you to divert and go somewhere else that's not quite for Hutton, but it's working in the background, um, then yes, so long as 140 has been dropped, however long it takes you, um, as long as you've got screenshots for it, we'll send you out the patch. But of course, you've only got till Tuesday to do your 140 before it becomes 150. Uh, yes. And then by Christmas, hopefully it's going to be 170. Well, there you go. But it's more of a sort of trucking challenge. You've got to grind it over a while to, to help Hutton um, and help our influence in order to earn your patches. I mean, there are still loads of patches left. but And we've had a delivery of new coasters for the mug. And we've not decided how to give those away yet, but we've got new coasters for the mug too. We have. Oh. They're actually stacked up in front of me right now. At least some of them anyway. Command Spikes. Man. Is, is, is that because Commander Spikes, Mrs. Spike, said, I'm not having those darn things in my house anymore? I, I couldn't <laughs> possibly comment on, on the lovely Mrs. Spike. Uh, after she kept throwing the previous ones away, so we couldn't <laughs> leave them on his desk with a mug on them. But we are giving the first three of the, of the new ones away as, as runner-up prizes for the Epsilon Eridani um, events that we're doing. Yeah, now a question for you, Mr. Riverboat. I mean, everything seems a lot more stable these days. I mean, is it because Alvin's been on a diet and there's less bad stuff out there, or have we got a better handle on it? Well, how come it's that much more calm and stable? It's a little bit of everything, really. Um, yeah, Alvin going on a diet is very important. Um, he's he's been looking after himself quite well. Um, but yeah, it's it's uh, there's a, a group of us who've just been trying to make sure that um, if we do hit a conflict, it'll be an election as opposed to a uh, war. So we've been shuffling factions around in individual systems and just trying to make sure that it's peaceful. The end goal is to make sure we're not having to take care of the system so much they take care of themselves and then we can go off and do our trucking um well yeah, we're not far away from it because as, as soon as we own everything we're in then we just need to top up then we just top up occasionally we don't get you know, we might get the odd um, outbreak or something like that but unless we actually come under attack it's not a not a bad situation is it right. and then we're going to try and keep a lid on expansion so we don't go crazy on that again because we did we went crazy we expanded into about six systems that we didn't take and that's why we've had a year of crap yeah, um, on that as well, uh, If we, we've got three bounty hunting sites at the moment. Um, not many people go to WISE, but a lot of people go to PSPF. Um, the thing about going to PSPF, even if you don't hand in in PSPF, um, killing all the other factions, even if they're wanted, will reduce everyone else and raise us naturally. You can still do this in an election, but just don't hand in the bounties. Um, but this is why PSPF is always quite high, and Wise is quite low. So if we can divert and everyone go to do their bounty hunting in Wise, um, 
so has res is exactly the same then it will help support wise and get it back up to 50 plus. Well, i've got a good reason why we should go to the has res in wise um, it's in an ice ring and it's much more beautiful than the one in pspf that's true i was in there today it's gorgeous well thank you very much commander riverboat are you hanging around for the rest of the show now i am yes uh, wifey's made her own way home so um, i'm with you for the rest of the evening Right, now, um, before we move along, um, I'm, I'm hoping Commander Evenstar, we've we got another broadcast from out there in the galaxy. Mm. For, from one of the galaxy's more dastardly characters, I understand. Yes, we have. Short, but um, scary. What plaything do you have for me today, Igor? I'm glad you remembered me this time, sir. Are you recovered, you disgusting wretch? Yes, sir. Thank you. The bruises have just about healed. I've got a crash site for you. Ah, yes. They found Jameson. Yes, sir. And there are ships visiting all the time. Plenty of cannon fodder. I've taken the liberty of grabbing your tear-harvesting equipment. I thought that broadcast would work. When I get back, I'd like you to run me a bath. I want to bathe in all those Forum Dad tears. Would you like me to drown a couple of pandas for you, sir? Have I ever told you, Igor? That you're despicable? Yes, Mr. Potter, sir. Frequently, sir. <laughs> <laughs> He's a proper bastard, isn't he? That eagle. Unbelievable. Leave the pandas alone. He was drowning kittens last time. He's doing pandas this time. He's got no soul. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Where on earth are you getting all the... I'll tell you what. We've really stepped up the phone hacking. Yeah, I mean, it, it's how we intercepted from um, Besieger's ship like that. Oh, it is Besieger, isn't it? I don't know. Yes, it is Besieger. Um, change yep. Oh, yeah, Besieger. He's, no, he's not changed it. You'd think he'd change it with the notoriety, wouldn't you? Yeah, well, having a password of 1234 on your comms system really is a bit foolish, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> That's the sort of thing an idiot would have on his luggage. Damn, got to go change my luggage. <laughs> And if you can name that movie, you're probably the same age as the rest of us. Um. Oh, dear. Right, okay. Well, um, we're rapidly approaching Flossie's bit. Are we ready? Yay! Yeah, okay. no, that's quick. Let's escape from all these random messages. We're rapidly approaching Flossie's bit, and she's our very own Amazon with some black magic. Huh. That was a tune. Oh, yes. Any more guesses for tonight's yeah, we, theme, we had, guys? We had, we, had, we had somebody on the Discord channel guess colours. I said, yes, I know there are colours in the names, but it's something more than that. Um, and we did get an answer from Inya Hin, who said, oh, space balls. Um, I assume that was the answer to the other question, not the, the theme question. But well done, Inya Hin. <laughs> it was a good score. It was good, good. Good go. Good go. Well done. But, but we need something more than that. It's it, when it's, you're on LSD. Yeah, it, it, no, it's not the things you see when you're on LSD. It's something oh. else. Anyway, dear co-presenter, dear, do, do you have our, our guest, Flossie, hiding in the corner there? Uh, Flossie! Hello! 
Yes, she's here. Community Gold Queen is here. We didn't hear your fanfare as you came in, so that was a bit of a problem, but um, never mind. Oh, that fanfare. It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. It's flashy. And the community goes. Hello, it's Flossy here with the CG News. First of all, last week's CGs, the 5th Aegis Initiative Combat uh, just made Tier 7 as it ended um, as the time was up this afternoon with a total of 4,032,200,000 credits earned. Unfortunately, the trade CG had to be terminated on Monday without reaching Tier 1 due to problems with the limpets being exper experienced by commanders uh, disappearing, exploding, all sorts of problems, I believe. However, all participants will have uh, received Tier 1 rewards and the new weapon should now be available at military surface parts from today. But for this reason, we've also had to cancel the mug competition for last week. No! So, we'll have to try again this week. And this week's CGs, uh, we've got Rogue Runners Appeal. The Rogue Runners, an independent group based in the run system, have announced plans to restore and expand Leaf Enterprise, an asteroid base in their home system. The organisation has expressed hope that the renovated base will become a manufacturing centre for, for high-end ships and modules. Autumn Leaf, the founder of Rogue Runners Company, released the following statement. We have always worked hard to ensure our customers have the goods they need. With demand for both ships and components rising, we need this base to be fully functional. We hope that by reinforcing the superstructure with meta-alloys, we can make the base resistant to the harmful effects of Thargoid sensors. In support of this goal, the organisation has placed an open order for meta-alloys, platinum and building fabricators, promising to reward contractors who deliver these goods to Smithport in the run system. This begins today, the 30th of November, and will run for one week. If the final target is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. At the same time, we have security for Leaf Enterprise Renovation. Uh, to ensure those contributing commodities can do so safely, the Rogue Runners Security Department has pledged to reward combat pilots for any Rogue Runner bounty vouchers handed in at Smithport in the run system. This campaign also begins today, the 30th of November, and will run for one week. As the final tag is met earlier than planned, the campaign will end immediately. And um, that is this week's CG News. Um, we just need the... Um, 
mug competition this time will be for the uh, trade stroke mining CG Rogue Runners Appeal. And that's it for this week. Meet me. Meet me. Yeah. Meet me. Uh, rewards provided by Acme Mug Co. So okay, so the the I've got um, no mugs to put out this week then. No, no mugs put out this week because it got cancelled. Darn. And we've got no new voices on the radio station this week either. No extra helpers, so you've got a mug-free week. Wow. Oh well then. So, Commander Flossie, are you going to be publishing up on the Facebook page your chosen mission and what people need to do to earn their hut and mug this week by going mining? Going mining. Yep, they go. They go mining, and um, for for meet me um, for the what, what was the name of the organisation? The Road Runners. Rogue Runners. Rogue, Rogue Runners. Rogue Runners Appeal. Ah, yeah. okay. Right. So, are you going to be publishing details on that on the Facebook page so people can work out how to win their mug? Yep. Yes, I, I can do that. Um, oh, or it could be ten mugs. Yeah, if all ten get in, all ten places are taken with hot and truckers. Um. So they, it's for, um, as well as mining for platinum, there's also um, meta-alloys and building fabricators. So any of those can be used to get into the top ten. Hey, well, we know somebody who's good with the meta-alloys. It's that Girdler fellow. He had oh. to patch Obsidian Orbital back together again using them. All right. <laughs> Well, thank you very much, Commander Flossie. So, yeah, we'll publish the details up on the Facebook page as well. And are you going to be taking part in any of the uh, rogue running this week? I, I may do if I get a chance. <laughs> um, I'll probably have a go at mining. Uh, it's been a while since I've done any of that. Yeah, well, well Hut Hutton's most enthusiastic trucker, Kirk Bacon Nichols, um, it seems to be a major fan of mining at the moment. He's organising some mini mining events, I think, as well. Oh, right. So, congratulations, uh, Commander. Uh, what's his? Does anybody know what his commander name is? Or are we just going to call him Mr. Bacon? I think he's... We'll call him Crispy Bacon. <laughs> right, Crispy Bacon's going mining. Kirk? No, it's the Thumbinator. Oh, he's the Thumbinator. Yeah, he's, he's, a, he's a console console warrior. Yeah. That's him. Ah, right. uh, well, he earned himself a patch a few days back. He posted a picture of it and everything. Yep. He's after a mug next, I think. But um, yeah, I think he's organising. I think he's organising for night shift commanders. There's a mining event where a whole pile of them are going and um, shooting rocks and defending each other, having a bit of a laugh. There is a rumour they're actually going to try mining in a hasres. Oh, that should be exciting. Well, than me. <laughs> well, apparently the, the, the yields are higher in a Hazrez, so what they're going to do is take a mining ship and then four heavily armed protection ships and see if they can survive you know, mining in a Hazrez for laughs. Good luck to them. That sounds like a proper trucker event, that does. Yeah, don't do it by halves, you know. But once again, the details on that can be found in the diary on the Facebook page. Just go across to the diary and you uh, actually they've upgraded it on Facebook. You can now click on the diary and see it as a diary view and browse forwards and backwards in a good old fashioned, you know, month of view thing. So you can find the uh, the hot pit and BGS and the Colonia BGS bits uh, and also 
forthcoming radio shows, Lave Radio, Hutton Orbital Radio, and the first of the month mug meet in there. There's all sorts of events going on. And if you can't find the diary, then you can find the pin post, and the pin post points at the diary. So there's no excuse. Okay. Are you sure? No, no. Any, anyway, I've just had an... Uh, Brett Riverboat just poked me in the ribs um, to say um, he has got a couple of words to say about a new fundraiser by Hutton Orbital coming next year to a crazy location near you. Is that me to go now, yeah? <laughs> that was your cue, yes. <laughs> Sorry, that's my cue. Right, um, hopefully everyone remembers um, the Super Cycle Hobart Team Go event that we did last year raised uh, £3,000 for special effect and hearing dogs um, for the deaf. Uh, we're doing another one next year, but it's going to be uh, a little bit more difficult. We're actually going to uh, Tenerife. We're going to cycle up 2,000 metres uh, up the side of the volcano. Uh, going to park up the bikes, walk up the remaining 1,500 metres, go to sleep under the Milky Way galaxy in all of its glory, get up in the morning, climb to the top, uh, stand at the very top of the world, and then come down afterwards. Uh, and basically, it's all going to be for charity. Um, Grueling bike ride, uh, and we need as many people supporting us as we possibly can. And, and uh, who, do, who do we have on the team for Super Hober Brett Riverboat cycle team up the mountain, up the volcano, don't fall down the other side, go? No, no, it's, it's, it, yes, it's, it's still Hober. Um, but uh, I've been doing the back of uh, house arranging stuff. So the cyclists we have so far are Spike, Hober, uh, El Masri, uh, John Whitehouse, Josh Perry, Overlight, uh, Nigel Jones, Truck Jones is going to join us, Russell Pitcher and Stuart Andrews. And then in the support vehicle, we have Ian McDill, Vinstetung, uh, Fletch, and... Uh, there's a fourth person, but I can't find them on my chat group. So, yeah, there's currently 12 of us going. If anyone does want to join in, it's going to be great fun, but you're going to need to start exercising in January. It's not going to be fun at all. And we're going up to altitudes where the air gets a little bit thin as well. Uh, it's just slightly, yeah, 3,715 metres high. Um, it's very difficult to breathe, um, especially with all the exertion that we're going to be doing. Yeah, so I, I'm bringing the defibrillator and the uh, the energy gel packs and everything in the truck. <laughs> the oxygen <laughs> bottle, I should hope. Yes, so, so and yep, a megaphone to shout at us and keep. As I can't afford altitude training, should I just smoke like forty a day for the first part of the training just to get used to not being able to? to That's probably a good idea. Yeah, we could do that. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, so, um, and of course, for the avoidance of doubt, um, everybody is paying their own way on this one. So, all of those taking part are getting themselves over to Tenerife to the volcano, put themselves up, sorting out the bike, sorting out the car. Um, so, the whole team are chipping in to, to, to pay for that and fund that so that everything we raise from donations is going to charity. Not one shred of it is going to the, uh, to the adventure itself. It's all going to the charity. Is correct. that right? Yep. Yeah, absolutely. absolutely correct. And that's uh, a we long won't... swim from here. <laughs> yeah, we it's want to make sure that our, our contribution is the money that we're putting into the, the little trip, uh, not including the beer when we return um, on the Monday night. Um, but yeah, that, that, that's our contribution. If we can afford to chuck some more in as well, we will. Yeah, well, absolutely. And obviously, it's not until when next year? When, when are we doing this um, astonishing trip? 
Well, we're still sorting out flights, but uh, we depart on Thursday the 9th of November. Um, we will do the ride on a Sunday, and hopefully Cal will have the whole thing broadcast with you, Dave, um, throughout the whole day. It's going to take something like that. Well, the very hours. least, we'll put a GPS tracker on us so you can see how many feet we make up uh, every single hour. Oh, yeah, yes, we've, we've got lots of kit, lots of toys, lots of cameras and things. So. We have. And we're also working on um, data SIM cards as well so we can stream uh, as much of it as possible. So uh, we can't persuade the new slimmer Baz to come and cycle up then, you don't think? Or run up or walk? Ah, that's right. Yeah, I think Baz is interested in coming. He's the fourth person, uh, but I'm not sure whether he's going to be uh, cycling. So we might or might not have an official special effect representative there. I'm I'm not sure hearing dogs and let the dogs get up to altitudes that high. It's a bit thin for the puppies. <laughs> I think you're probably right there. Yes. No, we could just get a whole team of them to tow us up, get a sled and and some dogs and yell mush, um, <laughs> and the hearing dogs can tow us up. That would be now good. Now a good plan. Yeah. <laughs> Well, if we, if we, as a, a sponsor of Cookie uh, and, and Alvin, I, I think there was a little plushy hearing dog that we might be able to get to take up with us and take a photo of on top of the uh, volcano as well. Uh, that would be good. So yeah, anyway, it's not soon, but we're we're yeah, we're all starting training. I'm I'm practicing with my my clutch and my brake and my you know your megaphone. Foot. Yeah, my megaphone and the, the whip cracking, and the guys <laughs> will be practicing with the cycling. I, I might volunteer to do the downhill bit and shout "wee" all the way down the volcano. <laughs> what would we do without you? <laughs> to be honest, that's probably going to be the scariest bit going down afterwards on the bikes. Yeah, uh, overheating the brakes a bit. <laughs> Did they, I, I don't know whether you have you been there before. Yes, oh. I've been up the volcano several times. Right, so on the road down, you know the sheer cliff face drops down one side at places. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, just checking. Yeah. 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 On a bike. Fast, yes. Yeah, we, we want that fading. beer. We want that beer. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring sticky plasters when you throw yourself off the bike to avoid going off the cliff. Thank you. Anyway, um, well, thank you very much, uh, Flossie. Thank you very much, uh, Commander Riverboat. And um, now, before we move along, there are people saying, I'm not getting this. I've had mine once say, I'm not getting the theme this week. Well, we've got a hint for you. We managed to steal one of the adverts from Lave Radio. Well, one of their new adverts. It's in production at the moment. We've actually seen it ready for broadcast. What? what? Uh, and it might give a hint about the theme this week. So uh, have you got that lined up before we go to the next tune? Button is ready, yes. Go on then. Let's have a listen, shall we? Eddie Lee Wise here. Our family-run business looks after all your sartorial needs. Whether you need something to turn your pink python purple or you want to wrap your buns up in a nice tight flight suit, Millsburn Ken can sort you right out. He's an expert at inside leg, and my wife Barb's is a whiz with a sewing machine. Bespoke tarting for you and your ship. Visit Eddie and Sons, plus me daughters, at Lave Station. Right, sir. Cough, please. Okay, he sounds familiar, that guy. Does. This is Eddie Levice. No, Eddie Lee Wise. Definitely not Eddie Levice. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Definitely not Eddie Levice. No, no, no. I would never cast aspersions on him. Oh, certainly not. Oh, that's given it away. We've had somebody guess it straight up. Da, we should have saved that for later. 
I'm not going to say what it is yet. I'm going to leave everybody else in suspense, but somebody's got it. They've just messaged me. Uh. Anyway, anyway, <laughs> next, next, we've got Peter the Voice Wotherspoon. Oh, yeah. Galnet News Digest, 30th of November, 3303. We read the news so you don't have to. In this week's news, Inara Base Vivisection Shock. Engineers plan massive shake-up. Aegis pokes the dying embers. The search for intelligent life. Inra Base Vivisection Shock. Overshadowed by the discovery of Commander John Jameson's crashed Cobra Mark III, details have emerged this week of more atrocities carried out by INRA. The newly discovered base on HIP 12099, Planet 1A, coordinates negative 72.6, negative 67.5, was home to a gruesome torture chamber where a living Thargoid was ripped to pieces by lab-coated torturers, and then subjected to chemical and biological weapons testing. The INRA scientists noted with satisfaction that because Thargoid specimens are non-human, there was no awkward red tape to worry about before torturing the victim. It's good when you don't need to fill in too much paperwork. Engineers plan massive shake-up. Engineers have launched a joint consultation following mounting dissatisfaction about their capricious and often unreasonable demands for payment. Engineers have also been unwilling to guarantee to improve modules when paid, something that their spokesperson, a Mr S Loach, claims that they are now willing to negotiate over. The consultation period is expected to last several weeks. Any changes that are agreed may take considerably longer to implement. No ETAs, no guarantees. Aegis pokes the dying embers. There are signs that Admiral Aidan Tanner of Aegis may be getting desperate in his attempts to stir up galactic strife. Not only has he been gal-tweeting made-up videos showing Thargoids failing to wash their hands after going to the toilet, it's also rumoured that he deliberately caused a community appeal to fail this week in order to drum up more anti-Thargoid sentiment. Tanner is making larger anti-Xeno dumbfire missiles and multi-cannon available at surface military outposts, and has also dramatically improved the availability of AX Taipan fighters, which have been re-engineered to make them less effective against human spacecraft, while fully retaining their ability to destroy Thargoid ships. Rumours are also growing that Lacon Spaceways is finally getting close to revealing their new Type 10 Defender, 
a new weapons platform to help in the fight against the perceived Thargoid threat. The Search for Intelligent Life Commander Alec Turner thinks we may have found intelligent life. After the careful collation of the discoveries and investigations of a number of other commanders, including Commanders Evolution, Snow, Keybuck Scott, Baton and Driver 777, Commander Turner believes that he may have detected a pattern in their distribution. The locations of capital ship docks, space installations, megaships and asteroid bases have been carefully collated and entered into a spreadsheet. There is clear signs of clustering. Despite a few outliers in the Pleiades, the California Nebula and Colonia, the vast majority of these installations are clustered round the Sol system. Commander Turner has therefore concluded that there is at least a reasonable chance that we may not be alone, and that intelligent life may once have evolved on one of the planets in that system. He is now consulting with Tharg the Mighty and the AI hive mind of the Guardians about how we may best approach this primitive but developing source of intelligent life. And that's this week's Galnet News. Galnet News, we read the news so you don't have to. Oh, he's a controversial fella, isn't he? He does like to mix it up. It's so Tharg. I mean, I met Tharg once. Um, stunning looking guy. You know? Yeah, yeah he's, he's got a brother, we understand, as well. Yeah, I think he went to the expo. Frontier invited him down, I believe. Yeah, well, he was dancing around behind some uh, audio desks at one point, I think. Hey, lots of selfies being taken. I think he, 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 he broadcasts on Lice Radio, doesn't he? Not Lave, Lice. It's a bug right. common. Oh, the only mind. good bugs are dead bugs. No, what? No, dear. More movie references. We can ill afford another cool clan. Clan, clan, clan Dathu. Oh, yeah, I I, I, I'm doing my part. Are you doing yours? Yeah, do you want well, to know the, more? No, do I want to know more? Yes. No, I'm doing it for Buenos Aires. Can I, can I just thank you for the recommendation of Space Truckers as a book to read? I am thoroughly enjoying them. I'm on the third are, you, are you on book two? Book three, The Search, the book three, search for, for Splurt. Splurt. Oh, yes. they're so good, those books. No, there's a new one, even Star. There's a new one that's out this week. I read it at the airport this morning. I know, it's appeared on my Kindle. I am... it, it's a D for Dead Man. Uh, so it's the second book in the D for Dead Man part of the same universe. Yes, frantically racing through the end of my current book. It's not buggest Falco took. It's just realist. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, anyway. Oh, hiding in the asteroid belt like a big beige boulder-shaped Type 9, we've got Buck Naked. And for him... As we have a smuggling prize mission this week, especially from Flossie, we've got a little bit of camouflage. That was long. <laughs> <laughs> we faded there a bit. Oh, yeah, that's especially for our own big 
big, big, big fella himself. Buck when naked. You think, well, yeah, when you think about trucking, you think about buck nakedness. That's that's what you think about. And um, of course, he's joining us tonight. Good evening, Buck. Good evening, y'all. Hello. <laughs> How y'all Howdy. doing? I'm doing great. Took a little trip this uh, this past Monday and Tuesday. Went gambling and uh, didn't win, but didn't lose all my money either. I certainly didn't have to visit the ATM, so that was a win. And I, I did come back with some cash still in my wallet, so did pretty good. I'd call that a win. Yeah, had a lot of fun, too. Played a few machines. Oh, I played I played an Elvira machine. This mm. thing must have been 15 feet tall, and there were all these little pictures of Elvira. And every time it landed on an Elvira picture, her boobies jiggled. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all need to YouTube that and watch it, because, man, let me tell you, it's, it was worth it the time and the money spent on her. (laughs) (laughs) Elvira, Mistress of the Dark. Do you remember that computer game as well? I know it was other things too, but... Uh, I remember the film. Uh, I named my cat after Elvira. (laughs) And I had to explain that to my my kids yesterday. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Remind me, how old are they? Well, they're nine and ten. Oh, dear. They're having to explain to that age about, yes, Daddy's sordid past. Well, they were watching Booberella on The Simpsons, so it sort of came up. <laughs> it came up and down, up and down, up and down, and up and down. Yeah. I understand that. Oh, it's all <laughs> good. She would make a comment about that. Every time you won something big, she'd look, she'd, she'd pop up on that big old screen, 12 foot screen, look down at you and go, Ooh, that's a big one she goes no you won big that's what i'm talking about <laughs> yeah <laughs> i just i just got a message there from Simon. uh yeah we can't see that one in there <laughs> <laughs> well we just did <clears throat> we're just checking yeah we're just checking with the legal team and no apparently buck um we're gonna have to delete your last uh two minutes of conversation <laughs> The sensors are not happy. Oh right, you know I think I think this is probably the best time to hand over to him. Are you ready hey, to, you got, to? Have you got his tune? Have you got his we've tune? We've got his time? tune. Well, we've got a tune. Yeah, let's, let's give it a go, shall we? Here he is from the con space ways to share with us his trucking ways with stats filled up from the last seven days. He won't say fuck it's fuck. Oh, that's terrible. Well, howdy there, <laughs> truckers. <laughs> this is old Buck Naked, spokesman for Lacon Spaceways. Back again for this week's Hutton Top Trucker. How do we keep up with your shenanigans while you tootle around in the Milky Way? Why, we install this little piece of software called the Hutton Helper in your spaceship. If you ain't already got it installed, you can install it yourself, relatively pain-free, by going to the website Hot dot for the mug dot com almost as pain-free as losing your money at the gambling casino but hey i had a blast so let's get on to our top truckers from last week yeehaw from the explorers jumping like bullfrogs down at the creek 
Commander Angel Hazard took the lead this week with over 24,000 light years jumped. Commander Terran 4295 continues to hold the lead at bounty hunting with a tad over 48 million credits earned and accounted for. A word is, he was kidnapped by pirates and wound up going all Chuck Norris on them when they least expected it. Our top mission trucker this week is Commander Christopher Hankey. That's one of them multiple Hankey clones, leading the way with 743 missions completed. Miss Lale's got a special smile on her face this week, Commander. You done good. Driving the Hutton Taxi Service this week, Commander Rincewin Simru takes the lead for carrying the most passengers, with 1,491 people transported around the galaxy. And for the cargo-carrying truckers, doing what we do best, this week's winner is Commander Duke Spartan, with a tad over 7,300 tons of cargo hauled. You want to hear your name on this here radio station? Make sure you got the Hutton Helper installed. Pick it up on the web at hot dot for the mug dot com and get to trucking hunting top trucker brought to you by lake on spaceways the only ships in the galaxy with feet and mug warmers and we'll soon be expanding our line just like doc's waistline keeps expanding after eating miss melba's pecan pies thank you very much buck now i've got an important question from uh, from the various chat channels we got here for you uh, mr naked um they're asking about spoilers what about spoilers well I you know, don't there, give no spoilers. there's a big debate about whether you know the the pictures of the type 10 from lake on spaceways that we saw at frontier expo is actually a type 9 with a body kit I cannot comment on that at all. You know that. I signed my NDAs. I signed nah. a lot of them, in fact. I think I signed you, you maybe had, 10 of them. Well, there, there, was, there, was a, there was a series of pictures released on the internet today of Type 10s available at stations throughout the galaxy. Uh, it turns out that people actually did a big interior fusion and faked them. But there was, there's a lot of hunger for the next type, you know, the type from Lacon. The next type. Yeah, because I don't know what a Type 10 is there, Hoss. <laughs> also known as a Tipex. Well, I mean, you're the spokesman mm -hmm. for Lake on Spaceways. You've got to know these kind of things. Well, at least, I mean, I'm I know I'm... things. I know lots of things. But, you know, that's what them NDAs are for. It's to shut me up. <laughs> Yeah, well, was one of those. <laughs> you know, we were hoping this week, you know, the Flossie's cancelled CG might have ended in a type two, but it didn't. And there are more CGs, but there are more weapons. We don't need more weapons. We need more trucks, space trucks. That's what we need to to, yeah. to truck things to the Thargoids or from the Thargoids. That's what we need. Bigger, better, and and blast through any any old uh, wall of ships and pirates and anything else in your way well we're looking forward to the next advert from you when it's finally released we're looking forward to the next uh, buck naked advert for the tipex well for whatever next ship it is <laughs> oh they oh that would just be you know the crate comes out first by that nasty other lot who make dodgy plastic ships not these real beefy things mm-hmm but um, yeah, because there's there's a, there's, a, there's a, the other lot are releasing some new ships sometime soon that we heard rumours of over at uh, Frontier Expo as well. There's some there's some crate thing and there's a uh, I don't know some big bus. 
I don't know, a battle bus of some sort. But it's not going to hold a candle to the to the the next flagship from Lacon. No, it never holds candles to us. <clears throat> we are the best. Even though you know, like a anaconda is kind of nice too. You know, long did you? And oh, so you just admitted that on here. Slim and you know powerful. Now, now talking talking of the theme for this this <laughs> evening's this evening's show and long slim Makes powerful things. What what color is your long slim powerful thing? <laughs> Well, it's nude colored, son. It's but a nice naked, tan. Man. <laughs> it's a nice tan, although it's going to be getting white here with the uh, with the summer ending and less sun. I might have to go visit a planet or two that's uh, it's a bit closer to a star. Uh, what one of those nature keep planets, that tan yes. going? Yeah, oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a horrific <laughs> thought. <laughs> well, you you go near a pulsar, and you know oh, it, it would end up glowing. You know, one of those um, pulse paint jobs. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, no more horrific than seeing a cow fly through space. Now, talking well, of a cow, he's run back into the studio. You're back. Yes, I am. How, indeed, yeah, no, how was Studio doing? Three? Oh man! Do you know they've got one of those automatic hand dryers? I hate them. Did I tell you about the incident I had with one of those? <laughs> no. This sounds like another old truckers chat. Yeah, well, it, it, it does. It, it does. Well, I, you know, I, I went to a particular venue for an event um, about a year ago, and they had one of these new T-shaped um, combination sort of soap dispenser, hand dryer, water ah. dispenser things. So oh, they did. So I, I walk up to the thing and I, I put my hand under the soapy thing and it squirted pink soap oh. into my hand. And then I moved my hand across to the tap. Unfortunately, in moving my hand across to the tap, I passed the blower, at which point the blower engaged. And it was one of these super strength blowers and it blew pink goo all down the front of my nice black suit trousers. So um, I sort of look down and realize I, it, it looks a bit suspicious. So I, I grab tissues and I start rubbing it vigorously at the front of my trousers. Um, More suspicious. Yeah. And, uh, unfortunately, two things then happened. Number one, the pink goo frothed up. Number two, the <laughs> tissue disintegrated. And number three, my client walked in the toilet door as I was rubbing vigorously. <laughs> And and I, I put this message out there on Facebook, just the story out, and people didn't believe me. So I then had to go into the toilet with a camera to, to, to video the stupidity of the soap being next to the air, not the soap being next to the water. And then the client walked in while I was videoing myself in the toilet. <laughs> <laughs> Did he book you again for next year? Yeah, no, funnily enough, I'm not doing that show anymore. I can't think why. Yeah, I cannot think why. Yeah, you can't make this stuff up. You really can't. I mean, oh dear. They didn't. Dyson didn't think about that one, did he? No. It doesn't have the clear instructions. Pull your hands clearly away before going under the. Yeah. Anyway. Right. Um, uh, I think we. I can't. I can't even read to you what Lennon just said. (laughs) You send it to me privately. Okay. Well. Yeah. Let's. Um. What do we? What do we do now? Well, we're bringing up the rear of the show. Or nearly oh, the rear. It used to be a green room, but after an accident last week where someone got claret all over the walls, we had to give it a lick of paint. It's now uh, a white room uh, with black curtains, or possibly it's cream.
Well, that didn't work, did it? Yeah, can, can, can the cream, quick, can the cream. <laughs> do, do you want the cream back? I can go and get some fresh cream and put it in place. Get some squirty cream. No, Ew. I think we're all done with the cream now. We, we the, the cream's licked. <laughs> oh, there's an image. It, anyway, we're, we're down in the what used to be the green room is now the cream room. And uh, good evening, and for the mug, everybody in the cream room. And we're going to have our rundown of what everybody's been up to in here in the cream room. Um, now, sitting in one corner, we've got Eddie Lee Wise. Yeah, uh, I have to. I've been having my. I've been having some cream rice actually, as well as some spotted dick and, and custard and things like that. But you know, these things happen, I suppose. Now, is that dude from the advert earlier uh, related to you in any way? I can neither comment nor deny, but I did hear a little story about, you know, wondering, just somebody I heard was wondering what the difference is between a braless woman and a sewing machine. Hang on a second. Are you OD? No, I'm not OD. Okay, just checking. What is the difference between a braless woman and a sewing machine? Well, the sewing machine's only got one bobbin. <laughs> oh dear! I, I, I Sorry, re- I, I'm getting somebody rename again, him on, the, on this on this list here to Odie, and we're going <laughs> to yeah, we'll get we'll get to Odie later. But um, so obviously earlier this week you were broadcasting on Live Radio with the the other audio broadcast from the galaxy, the the other other one, yes. Yeah, the the, the fake one, not the real one. <laughs> well, the, the 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 real fake one, as opposed to the 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 some sidewindery one as well, I believe. Or was it a Cobra-y one? I'm confused. I don't know. Uh, I it's think somebody a, found a, D, a, a DBX also crashed somewhere nearby as well. Oh, have they? Okay, I didn't know that. Yeah, but there's nothing interesting at the DBX. Yeah. yeah. So, DBX, so, uh, DBX are always shiny, though. I like DBXs. Yeah, right. But so when you've not been broadcasting on Lave Radio with uh, everybody else, what have you been doing this week? I, I Actually, I made the mistake. I've been watching uh, The Defenders, which is Marvel's... Marvel's new thing on Netflix. So the one that goes off and basically ties up uh, Luke Cage and Jessica Jones, Daredevil, and things like that. Yeah, because they, they've done a whole pile of things that tie in with the movies, haven't they? they yeah. They did the um, uh, Marvel's Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yep. Thing That's where, still where... going. I didn't realize that, but it's still going. Yeah, because he died, and then he didn't die, and then this stuff happened, and he's back, and things. Uh, and things, yes. Yeah, okay. Um, oh. I watched a bit of that when it tied in with... Uh, one of the Thor with, movies, I think. Yeah, it's, t- it's tied in with a bunch of them, I think. It's tied in with Infinity War. Uh, no, I guess it's going to be tied in with Infinity War. It's tied in with, oh, the second Captain America, where they basically all become rogue S.H.I.E.L.D. agents or something. Right, now, we're going completely off topic on, on yes, um, yes. rated things here. But did you see the Infinity War trailer? I did see the Infinity War trailer, and I oh, loved it. Yes. Yes. We're allowed to go off topic for that kind of thing. Yes, it, it it was very good, and I can strongly recommend watching the Defenders if you've watched Marvel's other stuff on Netflix. Well, I've not watched it yet, but I will take that recommendation. I've just finished watching my way through season three of Killjoys um, uh, while okay. on the plane on the way here. So, um, yeah, Marvel yep. comics succeeding where DC totally <laughs> failed. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, well, uh, thank you very much, uh, uh, thank Eddie, you, Eddie Levice. Oh, sorry, um, Ed Levice. Yeah. Who is this Eddie person? I have no idea. Uh, no idea. His husband Ken knows, <laughs> um, and his wife Barb's. 
Um, and we have somebody I've not spoken to in ages, who is the chap who always follows me on the radio show. It's Galactic Midden. Hello there. I, I still always listen to your uh, radio show in the mornings. Uh, have you been updating it recently, or is it uh, no, it's, same old, same old? But, it's uh, fantastic. My my list is just excellent, and it's a classic now, so there's no point in changing it. No, we'll have see. Have you heard your intro? Yes. No, I intro. Have you heard? Have you heard your intro, Midden? Um, not recently. Has it changed? Simon hasn't been editing it, has he? I'm not sure. I'm not sure. I just heard it the other day, no. and I kind of thought, I'm not sure Midden's heard that. <laughs> well, the original no. one was incredibly offensive. I can't imagine it's got worse. No, no, uh, Galactic Midden, Galactic Midden, uh, <clears throat> moving away from your offensive intros, um, you were at a, a pizza meet not that long ago with a few commanders. Oh, yes, so it was. I yeah, had to blank that in my mind. Yeah, I, I saw your face crop up in a few uh, pictures there, and you were uh, playing games, and there, there was um, some, somebody, was it a hotel you all went to afterwards, and the, uh, yeah. the, the barman at the hotel was very accommodating. He was, yeah, I think it was Holiday Inn Express. In Manchester uh, City Centre, just to give him a shout out, and I think it was either the the bar bar manager or the manager of the hotel was very much an elite, uh, dangerous player, and he had this little poster and a and a kind of sign that he put out for us when he discovered he was all these uh, Hutton truckers and um, strange people from Slough, and uh, he had a weird twenty percent off offer. <laughs> That I sadly missed because I went up too early to buy a round. Oh dear! Well, I was going to say too early to buy a round. You'd be Scottish then. No, I bought a round early. Oh right, okay, sorry. I take it all back. Yep. <laughs> well, I'm glad glad to see you had a, a good time. Yep. Glenn and um, Ken went there, thankfully. Yeah, and and you saw um, you, you saw our uh, our very own recently re reacquainted with the UK. Not quite a trucker, but Barnard Star special. Yes, yeah, he's, he's still a bastard. Yeah, he's and he's, do, he's doing all right there. <laughs> he is. He was doing great. Ah, well, good to hear from you. Anyway, um, and sidling up next to you, we've got Graham Mk. Hello, Hello. Graham Mk. <laughs> Hello. And you how's your how's your yeah. how's your week been? Have you been hot hot pitting it? Hot pitting it, and I'm repairing my. I'm getting in back into the Ailes Good books. Yeah, so after. A, a bit, a bit like, a bit like Cecil. You've been sending sort of lovey-dovey messages to Lael. Yeah, and handing some bounties, and being a were, good person. Where, where, where you wanted? Uh, I think I still am. It's only a little ah, one. So, so it's only a little one. So you want smuggling yourself into Hutton stations or are you flying around the area nearby until you're safe again like uh, Falco took? I'm flying into Epsilon Indy. Not Indy, Aradandi to get get us control there now. All right, because we don't, we don't own that yet so they're not, they're not no. hunting you like the dog you are. No, they're not, thankfully. I was able to dock there when I was still hostile. So it's all good. Not hostile oh. anymore. And um, yeah, so you're you're part of the team that's been helping us look after the systems for the last few months, and it's all looking a lot more stable. I mean, yeah, the, the major general's got his team whooped into shape there. Yes, he was able to take a break and go out to uh, Colonia and sort that that out. Yeah, well, I've noticed we haven't had a war in Amatsubushi for at least a week since he's been there. Yes, <laughs> I think right, it's well, been a pain in the side. 
Yeah, well, we're, we're looking forward to hopefully by Christmas having the, uh, the uh, what is it, 17 systems by Christmas? That's the mission, isn't it? That's news, news to me, but yeah, that can that could work. Yeah, well, we've got to get out of out out of oh, yes. two, no, out out of one more and into three. Yes, get Epsilon Aradande, get Barnard Star, and get um, Cookery. Yep, and so when when people are dropping data, you're one of what four people? The people go to the BGS thread on the Facebook page and tag one of the four of you to say, "Where do I dump my load?" And yes. so, do you want to name one drop? of us? will pick it up. Yeah, na- name drop the other three. Nocte. Uh, Rob Hooper and Overlight, which is Joshington Bob, which is Josh, Josh Perry. <laughs> yep, so people can tag any one of you guys, and between you, you're covering it in shifts as to who answers first. Yeah, we, we end up ninjing each other every so often. You'd have the whole post typed up, and uh, then Rob just posts before you. I, I try and ninja the lot of you as well, so... Um, well, thank you very much for all the hard work. It has really settled down in Hutton Systems. We haven't had wars for ages, these destructive wars of you know, things of the past, unless we do them deliberately. So thank you very much indeed. Oh, thank you for letting me. <laughs> and some, somebody else who's been sort of helping take control of stuff and um, helping out with our systems, it's Commander Mindwipe. Good evening, sir. Good evening, mate. And you're sounding very mellow this evening. Uh, it's late. <laughs> well, yeah. Well, it's, it's even later here. It's 11.30 here. <laughs> um, anyway, so uh, you you enjoyed um, Cecil's missive to uh, Darling Lael. I loved it. It was a great shot. Now, do you do you have any uh, information about whether you've recovered the retro vault? Well, it's still buried on a bloody planet somewhere, but I can think I can recover it somewhere as long as I've got somewhere to actually plonk it after I've got it back. Uh, well, you have to talk to Tech Monkey number one and Tech Monkey number two and see whether we can get some retro vault out, especially for Christmas. Is Christmas a good time to aim for the the holidays? Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, well, looking forward to it. I've I've missed the retro vault. But um, right, and then down in our list here, uh, uh, Psycho Cow Squire. Do you do you want to take a bit of the list below you? Yeah, sure. <clears throat> but but. We forgot one thing that was really important to check in on tonight. Oh, go on then. Flossie? Yes? How are you? And how is dear little Holly? I'm very well, thanks. And Holly is doing so much better. It's hard to believe it's only been just over a week since she had a little operation. It's, uh... Coming, you know, coming up to to the bars every time we go near the cage, jumping up like she used to. She's even been out a couple of times playing with Rob and Derek. <laughs> almost back to normal, hobbling on on three hear. legs. <laughs> Just for those who were there last week and such, when the, when you when we had to try and catch up and we were all very worried about poor little Holly and hoping that she would make a full recovery. She looks like she's well on her way. That's fantastic news. Yes, brilliant. We'll take her back to the vet again tomorrow for a checkup. Um, but hopefully she'll be pleased with her, I think. Brilliant. Yeah, prosthetic leg. <laughs> She's getting round her, round her right, I was afraid. In fact, she tends to use a tail a bit as, a, as an extra leg. <laughs> Is she turning corners better? <laughs> well, she goes round little circles. Great, yeah. <laughs> Oh, I use practical. 
Oh no. No. Just just go back to your corner. I'll come to you in a minute. Right, uh, we've got Commander Jack Lully or Lullet. What would you prefer? Oh, you see, there you go. I caught when he's far away from his mic. Oh, sorry about that. Can you hear me now? Yeah, perfect. Ah, brilliant. We'll go with the French pronunciation. Lowly, how are you? I am lovely. I've been back in game for just the last two days. It's been uh, Black Friday, and I work retail, so it's been exciting. Ooh. You mean it's been hell? That's the uh, more accurate way to put it, yes. <laughs> well, what have you been up to when you got finally got back to your ship? I deposited a bunch of uh, exploration data and just started doing the CG. Awesome. Not the one that got cancelled. No, no. Um, I was uh, doing exploration and delivering data then. Just started the new one for uh, hopefully the 10 mugs. See if we can't all get into that. Fingers crossed. I do hold the hope. I mean, I, I want to do that. I really want to give away 10 mugs, and it would be nothing more spectacular than to, than to take the, all those top 10 spots. So good luck with that. Um, we have Michael Searle. How are you? They're not appearing in this green room. That's what he's up to. <laughs> give us a shout if you're back, Michael. Um, we've also got Commander Zorlak there. How are you? I'm doing fine. I'm currently fuel ratting, so I'm kind of busy. Oh, is, is it a particularly distant re um, rescue or relatively close? Uh, it's fairly close. They just lit the be beacon and it's like 550,000 light seconds from the star. I'm like, uh, really? Uh, really? I, I saw like, have fun. <laughs> <laughs> Your fellow fuel rat wishing you all the best of luck then. Yeah. We, we salute you and thank you for your fuel rat work. Um, I think, you know, they are a remarkable group and we're honoured to have members within our group as well. So it's fantastic and we salute you. Give myself a night off tonight. <laughs> <laughs> and then we move down to, and I'm trying to think of what his name is now, our, our very own professor of neuro-nuclear astrophysics, um, Commander Eros Maidlung. How are you? Yeah, yeah, so-so. How have you been enjoying a, a newfound pile of traffic to your videos? <laughs> Game uh, it's, content. It's, it's, it's cool. It's cool. Uh, I need to do some more, but um, I've been pretty busy with well, pretty busy with killing zombies and uh, making bases. But other than that, um, just busy with personal side stuff. So uh, zombies and killing. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, <laughs> is, it, is it that zombie troll on your uh, on your video feed that you uh, I've got to no, deal no. with? <laughs> yeah. Please talk about science without talking about science. So yeah, for, for those that don't know, there was somebody who decided to give the professor some advice that his science videos would be far better if he didn't put boring equations into them. And I think there was a collective face palm from the entire of Hutton Orbital at that point. <laughs> yeah, I actually did. Oh, sorry. I actually didn't expect everybody to like spring to the defense, but uh, I think, uh, you know. That guy is really, really going to be quite happy when I uh, try and attempt the White Dwarf and Neutron Star video, because that is going to be uh, 
Yeah, it's going to be a lot of equations. <laughs> oh, no, seriously, there's not enough proper science. I mean, YouTube is so full of lowbrow stuff, and having something that's actually complicated and difficult and I learn from is fantastic. So don't you dare give up doing the difficult stuff. Yeah, don't no, give I'll in. Try not, I'll try not. Leave, leave the simple stuff to us. <laughs> 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 well, yeah, this, this, this zombie thing, um, is that some kind of weekly uh, Blood Moon game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, it involves dying quite frequently during said uh, red skied evenings. Good game. It's People good screaming, game. going, oh my god, I'm dying of thirst. Someone's nicked me bike. <laughs> <laughs> Which, actually, speaking of, we're going to go on and talk to Iceni, whose bike I nearly nicked. <laughs> good evening to you, Iceni. Are you there? No, he's not. I'm he's, here. He's... Hello. Yes, I, I, you, you did try and st steal my most bike, but it didn't go anywhere. No, fortunately, I thought, nope, I, I definitely wouldn't have found one just sitting outside a building. Someone must have put it there. And then, then your big triangle appeared and I could go, ah, it was icing. It's okay. It's nothing wrong. Nothing wrong. I'll leave it there. It's fine. How are you? And what have you been up to this week? I've pretty much, you know, said the other same being killing zombies and making little hideouts for myself. Doing some nice redecorating of various buildings. So if you know if you're going to enter a building for you know, a red moon evening, you might as well make it nice and pretty and do a little bit of interior decorating. Put some extra large windows in, interesting doors, you know. Emergency yeah, escape exits, yeah. exits through the roof, you know. <laughs> All the sort of things you need for your common garden, you know, zombie apocalypse pad, you know, bachelor pad. No, no, no. That's that's very very true. And you know, might as well die in style. That's what we always believe. Gotta look it? cool. I mean, if you're going to be found dead, eaten by a zombie, at least it's better look to, you know, I said a cool apartment. I mean, you know, make sure you, you know, how do they put it, um, a drapes and drawers match? <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that means what you think it means. Um, no, no, it's not so it's better. <laughs> <laughs> right, well, thank you very much for that. We shall go and see another, I reckon, another zombie uh, base builder, uh, Commander Lenin. No, Lenin's not here. Is he not? No, no, he's taking a break out to Cubicle 3. Oh, I enjoy see, the, I enjoy, see. Enjoy, enjoy the view. I know, but the next person on the list is, is, is Odie. He's, oh, he's got, he's got some big shoes to fill this week. Maybe if we just whisper and walk past quietly. Hello, Odie. How are you? Oh, he, he's oh, going hey, to go Oh, he's back. I'm here. Damn. <laughs> okay, <laughs> okay, two things. What state and city is the dog's favorite city and state? God, no idea. No New, idea. New Yorkie, New Yorkie. And I'm planning on getting a dog sometime, naming him tax. When I open the door, it's income tax. Right, so Pillbox, good evening. How are you? I'm all good, thank you, sir. Thank you for some amazing and stunning shots of two earth lakes that you just discovered. Which looked amazing, and yeah. they were kind of a, some kind of um, orange planet of some sort. Yeah, uh, this is a I think it's a high, high metal world. Um, I was trying to find somewhere to land, but uh, yeah, it's all the that's the problem. Is like trying to think, okay, the, you know, this is going to end soon. Maybe I can get some some kind of shot, but you just don't know where you're going to end up. That's a, the whole thing about exploring. Yeah, it is indeed, and some beautiful adjustments and amendments to your your, your asp there, uh, looking quite spikery and um, unpleasant. 
Yeah, that's because like when I find some alien race, I'm going to conquer them, and then I come back and then destroy the Thargoids and then take over the bubble. Bold plans. Well, we wish you all the best of luck with those. Uh, we're going to move down to Commander Taran. Um, how are you? And uh, has it been a week of murderifying people for you? Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm in between contracts today, so I'm having some fun and wise trying to get that into shape right now. So uh, start my new contract, my new long-term contract tomorrow, so I'm excited. Congratulations on that. That's always good news to know that you're working hard. Yeah, and then I just just trying to get all the night shift uh, stuff, like the um, pizza meat I got coming up in March, try, trying to get all the goodies that I'm planning on figured out for that. So, going to be good. Oh, well, give us a shout out for whereabouts that pizza meat's going to be and how people can get themselves registered to come along. Ah, there's an event on Facebook for it. It's uh, the Saturday, March, uh, off the top of my head, the 17th, I think it is. Um, it's going to be in the state of Oregon, which is a nice little drive. I'm coming down from Canada. We'll be passing through and picking uh, some people up along the way. I know that. Fantastic. A right proper meet-up. That sounds awesome. Uh, I wonder, is Buck making a, a journey to this one? No, uh, it's tax time for Buck at that time, so he's going to be just a little bit uh, preoccupied. Fair enough, fair enough. Well, thank you very much for sharing that with us, and all the best with your endeavours. Well, thank you. We're going to move down to Crash Landing. Hello. It is a, a new name to the TeamSpeak, um, and you've got a wee question mark as well next year, which means you haven't, you haven't had been given a group yet, which is a shame, so we'll sort that in a second. Um, good evening. First of all, seeing as it, is it your first time in? Uh, no, it's not my first time in this TeamSpeak, but it's actually my first, second time to actually speak with somebody in this TeamSpeak. Well, I usually convenient. end up uh, online at night. I'm in Pacific Coast time zone, and uh, I end up online at night. So there's like Odimon's the only one that's here, and yeah, yeah, uh, he keeps the hammock going. You poor bugger! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> he 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 he's kind of a crack up. You know what I mean? Well, he's definitely something. Um, <laughs> what have you been up to in the universe this week? Actually, a lot and a little, you know. I've been uh, trying to work background sim around here, and uh, the exciting part was is I went to Hutton Orbital and uh, for the first time and grabbed some mugs and went clear out to Solstice, and I found out how badly Solstice is doing as far as uh, they don't have any of the, you know, the ship missions anymore. And uh, so I ended up making about 14 million going back and forth between the two different systems, but uh, um, not nearly what I wanted to make. I was out there in my anaconda. I mean, I had some fun. I actually ran some missions where I ended up getting wanted because I assassinated some people. But, you know, it wasn't what my goal was out there. But I did make good money on the mugs and the, uh, the gin. Fantastic. Sounds like yeah, you're getting right into it. That's often good to hear. Uh, and we hope to see you around and about in here more frequently as well. Hopefully we'll catch you for our next broadcast. We're always on at this time anyway. And also, yeah. if I can also say, on the third Saturday of every month, I also hold something for the uh, night shift as well. So, Oh, cool. I think, this, I think December is going to be a CQC night, if I recall correctly. 
Ambassador Skiprat from the Doncom Green Party. Good evening to you, Skiprat. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. Just been listening and tidying uh, my bedroom up. So, mm-hmm. how does you should it, how burn does, that duvet. How does a Skiprat clean up his bedroom? Usually by picking stuff up that's dirty and putting it in the bin, or changing bed sheets and doing the usual stuff that humans have their bedrooms and things. Yeah, but for those that can't picture <laughs> Skip Rat's bedroom, if Skip Rat lies down in any one of three lines in his room, he actually <laughs> lies wall to wall. He bumps his head on one end and his feet on the other end. So there's not that much picking up to do. And what he does to the ceiling, we don't want to know. Well, he leaves I'm, holes I'm a giant in, in the Hobbit hut. And the only, the only other things he has to pick up is Dobbo's underwear. <laughs> just got, every, every, every month he's got to scrape the Artex off. That's not um, all scrape off, but... How, yeah, what have you been up to this week? I know you've been out zombie hunting and zombie base building as well. Yeah, uh, pretty much that. Doing some really crazy stuff in that. Been doing some stuff with Beeros in that. And uh, built some mega long tunnel thanks to the uh, the mining skills of uh, Antarius. Oh, he's a big treasure hunter as well, isn't he? Yeah, he, he, he does fly through the rock. Quite impressive, actually. But yeah, no, it's, it's good. It's fun. Brilliant. We have completed the green room apart from Simon. Back away. What, what have you been up to anyway this week? I know you've been doing, you know, you're, you're being a code monkey this week, haven't you? <laughs> yeah, I, I've got 20 windows open just now with logs and stuff, and I can't remember what I was doing in any of them. <laughs> I do. I do remember the minute when we were doing programming earlier on. When I heard this, uh, don't worry about it. It's not you. It's me. And I was like, what? And he goes, the website might be down. It should be back up in a second. But actually, to be honest, I think collectively we have kicked ours today with uh, code. We have absolutely kicked ours. Yeah. I thought code yeah. last year's news. Well, oh. yeah, the code. This is this is the code that we've been working on um, to bring my wife's website up to date and to make it more dynamic and faster than it ever was before, so that fans of her artwork can see it quicker, faster, and better than they did before. So, 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 so we've got we've got the code. We've got the code and the yeah. code. Oh yeah, yeah, and decode. Okay. Just code and deck code. No, I don't do that code. That code's bad. <laughs> We've got Discord, which is good. In fact, right, now we're um, with other commanders on Discord. I have a, Sorry, I, Discord. I've been poked I've been poked in the ribs again by Old Man Riverboat. He's been doing that all evening this evening. Um Old Man Riverboat, you, you've got an urgent message for the uh, the green room. Oh yeah, it was just a reminder for the um, the event that we're hosting on Saturday, uh, eight pm uh, GMT. Um, capture the mug. So uh, teams of two. British um, bull mug. Basically, yes. It's going to be a hell of a lot of fun. Something completely different that we've done before. Uh, teams of two to grab a mug off somebody, then run it to a station via SRV. And there's only one mug in play at any one time, so all the teams have to go hunt the person that's got the mug and then get it back to your own base. Um, bases will be decided on the night. I've got a list for that. But, uh, yeah, small ships only, nothing bigger than a hauler. Wow. Now, will anybody be streaming it? And can people watch that on Hutton Orbital TV? I will, definitely, yes. I'm sure a couple of others will as well. No problem. Will you be on YouTube? 
Yes, YouTube Brett Riverboat. That's one T. Fantastic. So that's spelled B A P S T A. Yes, <laughs> that's the one. <laughs> <laughs> Don't you'll get? I'll get it wrong. <laughs> Don't make this harder for me than it should be. Well, I think that's it for the green room now, isn't it? I think we've done a lot. Right, well, we're going to say thank you very much and a big for the mug to everybody in the green room before we head back up to the live broadcast studio. There will be a small delay while we reinstate the green room feed. So, okay. for the mug, everybody. For the mug. Right, everyone, run. Are, are, are we back? Yep, we're here. Are, are we broadcasting this time, or is it silence like last time? No, no, it's definitely there, because um, uh, uh, Sai Moof did it. Tech Monkey got He knocked it out. We've got a whole troop of monkeys on it now. Yes, <laughs> monkey cage at this rate. Well, thank you very much, everybody. Yeah. It's been a fun show this evening, and great to see one of the EDF come and join us downstairs. Yes. Always good to see a new commander. Welcome to the group, and yeah, hope to see them again. Right, Basically, well, actually, that 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 mug, British mug dog, sounds freaking awesome. Fun. The Brit British bull mug. Yeah, bull Brit bull British mug mug with, with Babster. That's going to be amazing. Yeah, we'll do some promo for that. Um, oh, this evening, tomorrow morning on the uh, on the Facebook page as well. Try and get a few more people coming. Uh, it should sounds like <coughs> sounds like a good laugh. I can't join you because I don't actually have my spaceship with me here in Spain. Oh, and also we should really, you know, point out how well behaved the green room was tonight. That was an absolute pleasure to get through. Yeah, thank you very much, green room. I'm waving through the glass at all the guys. Anyway, well, <clears throat> we're bringing up the rear of the show, but um, there was a question for everybody. What was the theme uh, this week? And it was won by, um, hang on a second, we had uh, Mindwipe managed to get it a little bit right, and we had somebody on the Discord, hang on a second. I can never remember the names. It was um, um, somebody. Uh, oh, Taran managed to get it right as well. So Mindwipe and Taran, congratulations on getting it right. Yes, it was all about the paint jobs this week. The camouflage, the black, the red, the yellow. Um, so we thought we'd go with one more tune. Um, just to bring up the rear of the show for that um, <clears throat> green gentleman over there to lock up for the night. And, of course, for those of you on a night out in Glasgow, remember not to panic at the disco. That thing on the dance floor... It's just a prematurely delivered Christmas log. <laughs> 